All right. Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to a special Cousin Cecil show where when you're hearing this, you're like, hey, this ain't Monday. Nope, I'm going to drop this on a, a, a new comic book Wednesday because we're going to do a special. This is a special uh, Cousin Cecil show where I have the authors of Black Cotton, the comic I reviewed on a previous episode. But yes, I have uh, Mr. Brian Hawkins and Mr. Patrick Foreman. How are you gentlemen doing tonight? Doing good. Doing, doing good. Doing great. Glad to be here. Yeah, appreciate you, Mike. No, I, I thank you for coming on. Uh, no, yeah, the big topic, I'm going to get into it more, but like I had you guys come on because um, Black Cotton Issue 1 really caught my eye. And of course, hey, you guys are doing it right with these podcasts jumping on because I was I heard you on Delvin Cox Experience and got to. Uh, you know, listen to that and then uh, picked up the comic, read it myself, and it has a very great premise in the sense of what's going on in this world and all the bad stuff. Look, we're also now into a uh, a new a new uh, can of worms going on with obviously what's going on with like the Asian Americans and stuff. Right in Georgia. Yes, but but yeah, and it just has a it has a compelling alternate reality of what's going on in this real world that caught me off guard and i really want to just more congratulate you guys with this premise and it's a great idea but again i don't want to also miss out on this and also because mm -hmm. i listen to delvin how about we start with brian why don't you introduce yourself since obviously patrick has a lot more has these uh <laughs> that blew him out the water on delvin's uh pockets <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm 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 Brian Hawkins. I'm fortunate enough to uh, be a co-creator and co-writer of, of Black Cotton. Um, I'm a freelance comic book writer and, and editor, um, and uh, I, I I write full time as as a proposal writer. Uh, so I've, I've danced around the writing realm a little bit, and I'm a former English teacher. So. Oh, what's up? Just so I, I'm. What is a composer writer? Oh no, no, I said a, a, a proposal writer. So okay. I um so I, I I write for um a a company and uh oh, okay. I, I draft proposals. Oh okay, oh yeah, cool cool. Sorry. I was say you can also promote. I heard I've been ch checking out all your little Zenscope stuff you've been promoting yeah. for right yeah. now. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, well yeah. So uh, I, I have a couple books out with um with. With Zenoscope, uh, Dark Watchers featuring Gretel, uh, that came out February 17th. Um, I have Van Helsing, Black Annis, uh, that's going to be out March 31st. Um, and I also have a series with Black Box Comics, uh, Devil's Dominion, um, which will be out next, uh, issue three will be out next week. Um, and, it, and it's a five issue series. Uh, so, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even, you got some a lot of uh fingers in all this uh indie comic and like the smaller brand comics which is awesome because obviously you. uh you said mad cave mm -hmm. and yeah i do um i i don't write for mad cave but i'm i'm the word is fortunate i'm fortunate enough to uh be an editor with them um and you know i i i get to read some incredible stories um, work with some incredible creative teams. Um, Mad Cave, it, I mean, for no other way to express it, you know, they're family to me. Um, you know, they have helped to, 
to nurture and and and, and to guide me. Um, and so shout out to Mark London, Chris Hernandez, all of them at MAK. I, I love them to death. You can't beat that. Can't beat that. No. All right. Yeah. And of course, uh, how about you, Patrick? Why don't you introduce yourself? Well, I'm just a student of uh, Brian Hawkins. You know, <laughs> go ahead, man. Go ahead with that. <laughs> so, so I'm, I'm uh, truly fortunate, and it is the word. I'm truly fortunate to be teamed up with, with such a phenomenal, you know, uh, partner with Brian, who um, shares his knowledge, you know, with me. So, uh, I'm the other co-creator. Of uh, Black Kind, Patrick Foreman. I'm a retired Marine of uh, 25 years, retired Master Sergeant of Marines. Uh, I put a gospel album out in uh, 2020 and uh, won an award for He's Able. So if you Google my name, Patrick Foreman, and He's Able, you'll see I won an uh, independent music award for uh, that song. Um, I'm also a COO of a magazine that is. Uh, it's across the nation, uh, touches uh, 1.2 million people uh, every month. And it's a, it's a returning citizen magazine. It helps individuals who are incarcerated uh, prepare and transition successfully back into society and to their loved ones. So uh, we've been grinding for, uh, we started that in 2018 and been grinding and uh, fortunate enough that Hey, it's doing great and it's uh doing what it's supposed to be doing. And and now, you know, I'm 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 hitting it hard with Brian in the comic, you know, realm. And I I always tell people we are a, a great team, a great partnership, because I'm a collector of comic books. I've been collecting since the you know late 80s. And Brian, he's a true reader of comic books. So when we actually get to, we got together, the beauty about Black Cotton is that you have both of those thinking uh, in the process. So while he's thinking about, you know, okay, and we're working the story and he's like, okay, we need to, you know, go this way and we're constantly beating that up. I'm always thinking, well, what about the collectors out there? What are we going to give them, man? You know? <laughs> Black cotton. Well, I yeah. want to say uh, thank you for your service. And then, of course, congratulations on your reward you got through 2020 with your uh, gospel album. Appreciate it. Uh, also, uh, so this is your – Black Cotton's your first, uh, I guess, your role in, as an author in the comic world. Yeah. Of course you've been it. And then uh, are you the reason why we have some steel cover black cotton ones I didn't know about? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <As the> collector. <laughs> uh, uh, and you're going to see some other ones come out. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you, people are going to once, here's what I'll say, once uh, six, once we get past the series, people are going to uh, have, we will put the word out of special things that we put out that people hadn't noticed that are going to be super rare within uh black kind and i guarantee people are going to be going back and looking at their comic books like do i have it so yeah <laughs> well, really okay we're cool. we we are always thinking about that i was more curious okay then 
So, and right now, boom, we're going to talk about Black Cotton. Would you guys right. mind, Ozzy, tell me, give give the people the premise of just Black Cotton, and then we're obviously going to walk into how issue one walks through it. But yeah, give us the premise of Black Cotton and for the viewers. You know, hey, hey Brian, you know, I like right. it when you do. All right. All right. Cool. <laughs> Uh, so Black Cotton is set in an alternate reality where the social order of white and black is reversed and it hinges upon uh, an elitist family, the Cottons, um, uh, whose son is a police officer, Zion Cotton. Uh, he tragically shoots uh, an unarmed white minority woman. Um, and this sets off uh, the social and racial tensions of the town as well as affecting the social climate of the world black cotton black cotton <laughs> well okay and then uh that's the part that also is interesting because uh yes like you said zion cotton is the policeman uh son of the notorious elitist cotton family into the in the issue mm -hmm. and one of the big questions just because of uh i'm curious of more it's a way to not i don't want to use the word protect but the idea of i want to help keep the franchise good in knowing everything how in this alternate reality have you guys even worked on like where was like the the catalyst of this universe that has you know uh the the role switched yeah. is that Good all question. coming out oh yeah yeah definitely definitely uh we we discussed and length of where did the kinds come from? How did uh, this reality actually get formed? And I'll give you just a little tidbit. Yeah. Obviously, uh, probably in 2022, uh, we'll come out with an in-depth one-shot just so that people, you know, can uh, get a little bit more of the history. But in our world, slavery uh, didn't happen. That piece wasn't in history and I'll, I'll tell you why in a minute but basically think of when like the history say columbus came over and then all of the things happened with uh the native american you know uh -huh. well we came over first okay and we bartered with them so instead of taking from them we actually worked with them so in our world you have the Native Americans and the Blacks who actually, you know, rose at the same time. And we just were better at it. We were better at bartering. We were better at uh, deal making. And that's why we have the sort of the balance shift that happened over time. But uh, think of uh, uh, how you have uh, refugees or people coming over uh, just trying to escape uh, the nature of uh, the environment where they were, well, that's how basically Caucasians came over. So they were behind okay. when they came over and they're the ones uh, trying to fight to get their place in this world that has been sort of established. And the reason why we took slavery out is because uh, we want to challenge people. It's easy, I, 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 here's what I'll say. Uh, when you have something that you can point to and hold on to, it's easy to uh, continuously blame that or point to that or say that is the reason. When you remove it, 
then you have to look at everything else that's going on and ask that question. Could America, the way it is right now, still arrive at the same place it's at right now without that being in our history? And that's really what we were, we're uh, challenging people to look at all that has happened, not just that one thing that has happened. It is very significant, you know, what happened. We're not saying yeah, that slavery uh, did not have an effect or there isn't repercussions that are still happening from that. We're just saying there's also a case to be made that America could still arrive at the same place if you look at other uh, factors, because we've seen it in other countries. We've seen it happen in other countries without the slavery uh, aspect involved. Okay, no, because that, that also goes into, you know, because I'm in myself cooking, thinking about like how they doing this. And then I was like, they can go either, maybe like they just, like the rest of the history was real until right at that spot when free slavery, and maybe they said, oh, uh, there's going to be reparations and then makes obviously have people have a boom of, you know, money to become higher families. So I'm glad also to hear you guys have that already in the bag to think about. We got it. Don't worry. I'm like, okay, good. <laughs> because that I'm here in the sense of like, man, how's that going to work? And then also I'm now goes into the other question is I was really hoping to hear or soon to see in the comic is like, the cities, because obviously we met the, the Cottons, and I'm ready to see how, like, a New York strip, like the New York City line, but with the actual African flavor, like, are we going to have, like, basically New York City look like Wakanda? You know what I mean? Have that vibe from the movie? Because that would be awesome. It would be really great to see. Because um, shout out to um, your artist, um, Marco. Marco. Cause I love like for being a black and white grayscaled art, it has that feeling like I would like to see this, these uh, shots like in that urban, like, like it could be like graffiti in the sense of like that beautiful street art and like it, it just put it onto paper and it was really yeah. cool. And I like the, even like the, the thickness of the marker on certain people's faces or something, just something to have like a distinct, like, that's an art of showing like, this is about, you know, a culture, boom. Right. And I appreciate that too, it's really cool. And then also, uh, what is another question? Cause then that, I'm more happy to hear that cause behind the veil, we were, I was trying to get this done last Thursday. I'm happy Patrick had a thing last Thursday because uh, I was in the thing like, man, what are you guys doing? I need to figure out how this <laughs> world made because i want to be there for you in the sense of like how like you know there's there's a lot of baggage to talk about and how you're going to get this into this certain real life stuff yeah we're gonna have to do that i i, I like that idea that you just uh said we might have to do a pinup like that and just show you know uh that whole timeline, flavor yeah. that New York. yeah 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 right yeah, hey, cool. yeah that, that's pretty cool well yeah, yeah. It's a, it, yeah, it's a big world. I mean, and Patrick and I have talked at length about, you know, the Black Hot Universe and, you know, where it is and where it was and where it's going and the, the, the extent of it. And so, you know, just 
you know, in the universe, it's a, it's an alternate reality. So going all the way back to what would be our that that starting point that I think uh, social order and, and race has in mind of, of 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 where we split to to upheave that is very important because um, our 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 reality, like Patrick said, you know, is very significant in our reality and it still is, and we live that. Um, and so it's just as significant in this black cotton reality for it not to be there. And so what we're beginning with this cotton story issues one through six um, centered around this family is the beginning of, of seeing how, how this universe without slavery, but still with oppression and, 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 and class and, and social structure uh, and racism um, plays out, you know, what happens, like Patrick said, when you remove slavery, what does that look like? And I, and we firmly believe that, you know, that will, uh, it, it, it helps in, 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 in gauging our perception of our own world. Um, so hopefully whatever we're taking into it in, or in this reality, uh, when we read through it and go through the, go through the pages of that reality, you know, hopefully it, affects our perceptions to whatever degree oh because yeah of course and i'm trying to figure out because this book for anybody who hasn't read it it does make you then have your perspectives flipped where like it sounds dumb and i'm saying like the most simplest way like we've been taught for the past for a very good focus 10 years it's been for a long time but like cops there are bad cops and of course there's been very bad oppression against black people so the idea of now we have you know you guys two black guys writing a book showing the reverse way and like it, you have a very it's a very vague of the environment of this universe in the first book i got nervous i'm like okay we need to hear it right i need more i need really need more and i that's why I bring it up and now that's what makes that makes people buy books i bet because i it's intriguing and also off the get-go congrats on you know i haven't followed scout comics a lot but i think for the idea of following you guys you guys had probably one of the faster scout comics like oh yeah we're going to second printing already so that's pretty cool <laughs> so i don't know if that's like a I don't know if you guys got a scout record now just saying we got one of the fastest new ips that had a second printing but hey kudos Hey, hey, that's kudos to the world because uh, me and Brian, we we worked hard. I mean, we met up uh, January 2020, and from that first day, we started just hammering the whole Black kind story and just, you know, pulling the string, how we're going to do it. And we knew we had something special. We didn't know if the world would, uh, you know, yeah, see it the same way, but we knew it was special and we felt that the timing was spot on, that the world was open to receive it. And for us to uh, come out February 17th and be sold out on February the 20th, that that's it is nothing but you know amazing and we're still humble very humble and 
uh, excited that there are so many people looking forward to, you know, that one enjoying it and looking forward to the rest of the, uh, this, uh, this arc because Black Kind continues. It doesn't stop. This story arc is uh, six, but guess what? We've already started talking the second story arc and, and people, I think people are going to really love this story. I'm excited because it also goes into my next question about, well, so I'm going to do it, break it down. Actually, no, it's not. The way the the white woman gets like shot is clearly taking notes from our reality of like um, one in particular, you know, of the way with the hoodie and dark and stuff. People are kind of hinting it towards more like, like, you know, Trayvon Martin or right. like that style. And I was just more curious of like, and then of course, here seeing the family be that cold elitist that we are portrayed like from the news and stuff. So it's good to see like in the behind the veil idea I'm talking about, mm -hmm. but I'm just curious, like, was there anything uh, from your guys's life that maybe was like a, besides of course the invite, the, like the environment of what's going on in today's world, but anything like related to these characters from you two, like are you guys more related towards like, being like not saying you guys the elitist but the idea of like you know that same coldness from like a cotton or you like see yourself more like the you know the white lives of this universe you know what i'm saying i'll let you start brian that's a very good question very very uh man it's a lot to unpack with that question um and so you know to start with the trayvon martin i mean so we you know there have been numerous occasions in history, uh, especially if you are um, black man or black woman, um, even to go so far as say, you know, any minority, um, where, you know, there's this horrible tragic event. You know, you can go to Emmett Till. Um, yep. And, but for us, you know, in, in this generation, in this time, this relevancy, uh, the Trayvon Martin is one of those Emmett Till moments. It's one of the moments that stand out. Not belittling any other moment, but, um, you know, it's one of those moments. Uh, and so it was important for us to, uh, to draw the, the, from that moment, because the, the moment that you see the hood, the moment that you see the police officer, you're immediately, if you know, just because of the human condition and because we live in this world, you are immediately drawn back to that moment. You you understand what's happening, and you now have to deal with those emotions. You now have to deal with the fact that that is a reality, uh, that was reality, that is reality, and it will continue to be something in our minds for as long as we live, because we because you can't undo anything. Uh, so, so, so we decided to start with that moment, um, with the, with the, with the reversal, um, of the social structure of white and black, uh, to the wrong word is homage because we're not paying homage. We want to, um, to, to, to galvanize what that moment meant for black people, um, what that moment meant for minorities, what that moment meant for white people because it's a tragic event in human history. 
yes. not black history, human history. And there's multiple of those um, throughout all throughout all different kinds of races and in in ethnicities and in, in, in cultures. So if you can imagine any tragedy, um, it, it will go towards what we wanted to represent in that that opening scene. Having said that, um, as a black man, I can say that uh, you know. You know, I have had experiences um, as a human being, I can say I have had experiences. Uh, and so what ends up happening is we, uh, we try to speak from the point of the human condition. And even though I might, I may not have walked in those in exact shoes that are portrayed uh, in storylines, I'm still affected. Um, you know, no man is on an island. Uh, when one dies, we all should feel it, and I believe that. And so um, we have talked about that, and and how uh, we're all connected. We're all connected through the human condition, and so um, we feel, even if we haven't lived it, uh, we felt a a a a a semblance of that in some way. And and. <clears throat> what I'll add to it is uh, the questions, and I'll put it simply uh, like this. Uh, when that incident happened with Trayvon Martin, uh, me, myself, and I'm sure I'm not the only one, but I had questions. And for some reason, um, the questions have never been answered which led to uh, a good point of why we reverse the gender in that scene. Because I, I often ask, if Trayvon had been a female and there was an adult male following her, would the same outcome have happened? And when I pose that question to people, because it, it, simply put, he was a child being followed by a grown man. Mm -hmm. So if it was a female, an underage female being followed by a grown man, how come the jury just couldn't see it that way? This grown man was following a child. And then this grown man with a weapon approached a child. So we, we really um, bring those questions in. And the beauty about uh, Black Cotton is um, we, we just want to give people a safe place to analyze things themselves, all those questions. Because when you see it, you're like, oh, snap, Zion, you know, he's Black. Oh, it's a female. Oh, she got shot. You're going through all of these emotions and all of these reactions by yourself. And that's the beauty because we don't want people to not have that opportunity to um, actually deal with the questions and the emotions and reactions with themselves first. Then after you have that dialogue with yourself in a safe environment, now you're ready to have a conversation just like us. And that's, that's what we love. Uh, about black cotton because 
you read it and now look what's happening we're talking and <laughs> and and there's no, there's no animosity there's no hard feeling we're not preaching in the comic book it's a great story that is just thought provoking it makes you think and it gives you a safe environment to walk in other people's shoes not just Caucasians and blacks, but blacks and whites, because me and Brian, we joke about this all the time. We're like, as a black person, you're reading the comic book, and then you're like, you want to root for the Kyans, but then you you identify with the Nightingales, and you're like, but they, but they're white, you know, <laughs> you're, you're conflicted. <laughs> but it is it's it's beauty, you know. Oh, that's yeah. that's. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's why I'm asking because the this is probably gonna be the next bigger, like harder question is because like I have I'm clearly I put myself in like that what people use as the word ally, of course. Mm -hmm. And I get my empathy because I, I bring this up because I heard you on you know Delvin's pod and he's you said that same idea for people that have a safe space. I'm just more curious. Uh, what would you say for like the, like, you know, me or like an ally that, uh, sees it. And then we've been taught already the part of like, you know, like there are, you know, just bad situations, bad cops profiling for no, no darn reason and all that stuff. Cause like the idea of like, again, as you see, why is a ghost? <laughs> I'm more, <laughs> I get my empathy from even like hearing my my friends like you know mm -hmm. like delvin i heard him like he had like an emergency podcast when like um during that george floyd incident and like just hearing him and my uh my other friend on there chalfie they just talk about just the the climate and the world and just hearing the idea of even because i'm a father too mm -hmm. knowing that even like you know usually there's a moment in time when a like black father might have to give their child to talk about you know just being careful making sure you don't pie even like you know watch what you do with hoodies even even clothing that's even sad about like it's not like watch what you do with like your words or like your fists or anything watch what you wear because the people are just assuming the worst for no reason right and that's idea of like we're black cotton right now in issue one we have six four or five more issues <laughs> sounds like we're gonna have a tv line coming who knows? <laughs> but the idea of I'm curious to see, uh, are we going to have basically in this black cotton universe, we're going to have black allies with the whites. You know what I mean? I, you said Nightingales. Is that a term for a, the um, comic or just Elizabeth's last name? Oh, the, the Nightingales. Right. So, uh, so definitely, uh, we're going to have allies, you know, on both sides. And you're going to see, even within the Cotton family, you're going to see that there are uh, some allies within the Cotton family. So I wasn't going to say it. Huh? I wasn't going to say it, but I was going to say, I think I know who is definitely going to become, if they're going to be a person to jump on the one side, I think I already know who it is. <laughs> I think, I think we, we met and them. You're going to see it. Matter of fact, is it in, uh, is it in two, Brian? Yeah, 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 yeah. Gets, a little it, bit you see yeah. right, in uh, yeah. issue number two. So that will come very clear in issue number two and uh, issue number four, even more, uh, oh, yeah. more, more uh, prevalent. 
but um, definitely you're going to have allies because it's, it's true. It's a fact of life. And here's what I'll say. The second step, going back to what you were saying, uh, as you being an ally, what we love about Black Kind and what we really um, are hoping is it is utilized as a bridge, to be honest, uh, for our allies like you. Because sometimes it's just hard to get the conversation started. But if you have a medium, something that uh, uh, you can get a group of people to sit down, hey, read this. What do you think about that? How did you feel? Now, guess what? You have that tool in your toolbox that you can do. Like me and Brian, uh, at the end of the month, we're doing a, a book club with um, uh, middle school kids. You know, that, so they read Black Kind, and now we're going to talk about it. And, and that's what we want. We want people to, uh, to grow and build respect and empathy, not just for yourself, but for other people who don't look like you. That's okay, good. So the correct term, because I've already graduated, we're looking for newcomers, and this is the book to hand out to your friends who th you think can come, you know, graduate into the ally side. Okay, there we go. That's that's a better. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's. <laughs> I mean, that's one. That's definitely one way to do it, and I agree with it. Um, you know, it's, it's 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 interesting because I feel like a lot of people, uh, and I say a lot, but I'm being very generous with that, but I do know a few people, you know, they want black cotton to be something that it's not. You know, it's it's not it's not black creators trying to preach to a, a white crowd or not black creators trying to preach to a black crowd, um, like saying, hey yo, blah blah blah, you know, we're flipping it and showing how it would be if it it's not that. It's not that at all. This is a um <laughs> It's a look at the human condition and the tagline is very specific. It does not call out the word race. The tagline says the reversal of social order, order of white and black. And it's important to understand that white and black is a, is a social construct because at the end of the day, you're not white and I'm not black. I'm, I'm brown and you're a very, very lighter brown. We all have the same melanin in our skin. It's different degrees. So the, the point is not race. The point is understanding the social construct that we're all put in. And the only color really that matters is green and how we're pit against each other because of green. And right. we've all bought into the idea of our differences and us vying against each other because of the color green, not black or brown or white or less or lighter brown. It's green. Um, and so um, what what we want is, you know, those who are, <laughs> biblically speaking, those who have an ear to hear, right? <laughs> those who have eyes to see, please, you know, and, and that's people who are more uh, adaptable, more open, who could be considered allies. But even those who, like the guy who wrote Amazing Grace, he used to own slaves, but something happened that changed his mind, changed his perception. Um, and that's what obviously uh, 
based off of all these tragedies, that's what the world needs is something as a catalyst to help move along a change. Right. And we're not saying black cotton is that catalyst, but you know, we're hurt. hoping that it can contribute. Right. No, it doesn't hurt. And like I'm more happy, no, because like it sounds dumb. But the idea of I like hearing that you two gentlemen are doing even like this book club. That's just still amazing because that's another even dumb because I know I agree. With dumb. No, no, no. I, I that's how I talk. It's all good. How, okay. uh, Sorry. Uh, no, no, no. It's all good. Uh, like the idea of like how do you even word it? I grew up obviously in a very northern Michigan, so just a very like like the idea that people are prejudiced only because that we're the only like there's only white people up there. Idea that idea. Okay. But the idea of seeing uh, change that can happen and you're doing it on like a media scale of like you can go to schools and like present this idea to schooling that uh, where I figured it out by myself, you know, no, like, you know, I have no fuck, excuse my language if you guys, you know, <laughs> okay. I have no problems with anybody. The idea yeah. of the idea, just the idea of seeing that there is change, even like for me as a podunk guy from a Northern Michigan that hadn't, you know, no one around and I still have no problems. I'm just more happy to see there is a outlet with black cotton that could, mm. could happen. Not saying that's the, that's the, the principle of the show, the comic, because just the idea that it can help make a dialogue. Absolutely. Yeah. And help then, make a dialogue. Yes, Absolutely. And I agree with you, because uh, we see it in the military. Uh, a lot of individuals, they're coming from all over this uh, great nation. And many of them, the first time they see people who look other than them is when they join the military, which is why we have uh, that period, uh, especially during that first year, where they have to get used to all these different cultures. And and some 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 do some don't you know yeah and and, and uh like we always say you got your ten percent what what's old boy name on uh, uh life you know can't get right you know <laughs> no wow. I like that reference can't get right <laughs> but all right that's probably we can shake off that's probably the most like touchy question i was just more <laughs> curious also like in the in the comic the newspaper like majority of it is like just the title mm -hmm. and the rest of it is either a different language or gibberish uh -huh. yeah is it a different language because you guys are already smiling language. what is it yeah. it's a a virgin of spanish oh, okay it, it gives yeah. uh homage to our uh to marco okay. yeah so um we wanted to make sure that we uh, put those special things in there to also give shout out to our phenomenal crew. I mean, we got a, a I say it all the time, our team, the Black Kind team is diverse, even in its nature, the team. I mean, here we are, you know, we're two, you know, people of color, but then we also have Marco, you know, who's over in uh, Italy. And then, uh, so Marco Paragini, he's over in Italy. Where's uh, uh, Jerry? Francisco, who did it, yeah. who 
did the lettering. He uh uh he's in Argentina. Argentina, yeah. Uh, yeah. So he he threw that in. Um, you know, and we we like you know it's just understood. You know, it's you know it's that little Easter. Egg. Well, I can't call it Easter egg, but it's that thing that well you know oh, some people might notice it, some people right. might not. But it's uh it all goes back to like. Like Patrick was saying, you know, who we are as a team. Um, and we have Jerry, who is our graphic designer. You know, he's in Sweden. So yeah. and then Marcelo uh yeah. Santana, who did the Kia cover and the um the second printing cover, he's in Brazil. So we're 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 all over, which is another, you know, piece of how we're able to uh bring diversity into the actual comic book itself because we we also you know we we talk to the team you know we have a diverse team so why not you know and that's why you're gonna see a collective of uh diverse characters in black kind i mean you're gonna have native american asian you know uh black white it's going to be you're gonna uh japan uh japanese yeah so and green aliens? No, I'm joking. It's cool. So it's kind of cool, like that. Uh, since you guys sound like you know, I could like Google uh, language that, and does that do the whole little actual describe that whole situation with Zion? Now that you you know what that we are not sure of when. Oh. <laughs> no, yeah, no. Um, They're like help me, please. Come yeah, yeah, me. yeah, no, 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 no. So, so when he created that page, um, like when the art came back, which shout out to Marco, you know, the art, he's he's brought this to life, and you know, and, and, and he's been our partner in this one hundred percent. When the art came back, you know, we had to sculpt the sculpture, uh, the framework of that of that page. And so we started talking to Francisco, a letter about what we wanted to be on the page. Um, you know, we wanted it to to be uh, like like a newspaper, um, but and we really just wanted the headlines. And so we left it up to him um, what to fill in. And we even told him like, you know, it, it needs to have like the filler space, um, but we don't want the focus to be on what's written. We, we want the focus to be on the headline. And so he made the decision uh, to use that filler space um, with that language. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> but 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 here's what might happen: we we might throw it out there on IG or somewhere, and and, and ask someone to to uh, <laughs> to translate, and we'll see if they get it right, and uh, maybe there's something in store. Like we do have like things that we're working on. Um, so I'm just gonna throw that out there. So that might be one of the things. Mm -hmm. All right. No, and then for like uh, the last question of Black Cotton in particular, what's the mission for the comic? Obviously, what is going to be in the future for it? Because obviously, we've already discussed this. This is really a six-issue arc of what's going mm -hmm. on with Zion and this situation. But then, like. You have obviously plans for like you teased twenty twenty two for like a history lesson of the Black Con universe, <laughs> but just curious, what is the mission 
for it? Like, are we looking for, I'm saying like, I like to say it in a way so that it might be in the, the spectrum of the universe that we said it and it might come true. Like, are we looking for a TV? Cause that'd be pretty good. <laughs> well, <laughs> we wouldn't be opposed to it. Yeah. Anybody ever brought up or I know it's pretty fresh. I know it's that I'm not trying to give it like that. Cause I know, but I'm, I'm excited to see if anybody's ever even talked to you, like maybe even like start off low and like do like a YouTube thing and get like a small mini series on there and like just push that out. That'd be pretty interesting. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Go ahead, Brian. No, you go ahead. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. (laughs) (laughs) I was just going to say, we we talk all the time because we do feel that Black Kind will make a phenomenal uh, TV series or even, you know, a streaming uh, series. But that's the tip of the iceberg. Me and Brian, we have so much that people just don't know about. So if they give us a crack in the door, watch out. Because <laughs> love it, love it. Because <laughs> that crack, we're going to kick that door right on in because uh, we got some things that people going to love. Uh, all they got to do is crack the door. We knocking. They just got a crack. <laughs> nice. No, and then also you guys uh, tease a little bit of a small four shot little clip of issue two with uh, Zion. Looks like he's box like doing just like, you know, working out boxing. He has a flashback and it just gets you into that mindset getting ready for May 20. 20- May 12th, May 12th. No. And yeah, I'm very excited, but also now I'm going to leave you like that. I want to know, Brian, Mm -hmm. if you had the keys to any, any comic IP, what would you want to be writing right now? Oh, any comic IP. Yeah. If I had, Oh, wow. Wow. I mean, I, all right. So, (sighs) We're yeah. in that weird uh, turnaround that there's these moments in time, like <laughs> with DC, they have right now, um, yeah. like they have John really doing like the next Batman. They yeah. also have just different ideas. Wonder Girl, which is a whole brand new Wonder Woman character and all that stuff. Yeah. It's your time. Okay. So can I give my three? Yeah. Okay. All right. You so, don't have to, you don't have to go one. And, no, of course. I know how that works. So, um, I would love to do a alternate reality, The Walking Dead, where Rick Grimes died and Shane lived uh, in the comic, uh, and just play with like like started all over, but how things would have played out with Shane instead. I would love to do that. Uh, two, I would have to say. Um, I, I would love to get my hands on uh, either Icon or Balzad, um, the Black Superman. But the Return yeah, of Milestone uh, just came up. Yeah, it was time. Yeah, yeah. So Icon or Balzad. Um, and my last one would be I'm really intrigued by the new Batman. Um, and, uh, and so. I like the idea of the police state and I like the idea of Batman in Gotham. I like my Batman in Gotham. 
I don't like my Batman in the Justice League. I mean, I'm not gonna say I I hate it. It's fine, but I prefer Batman in Gotham. So I feel like the the next Batman, uh, the one that John Ridley is, is is writing, you know, brings Batman back home to some of his roots. And um, I mean, I. I want to, I want to, like, I'm, I'm big on writing black characters and that's not to say I don't want to write white characters or, uh, I, at the end of the day, I'm a storyteller. I love telling stories, uh, but I'm also a black comic book writer and I'm a black creator and I own that. And I love that. I've made allusions to Langston Hughes, where he talks about the black poet, um, and because you know you're black and you do something, you become the black whatever you do. Um, and I'm not running away from that. Uh, and so I think this is a great time for um, for there to be more diversity, to be more voices, more representation. And I would love to be, you know, I would love to to contribute to that more. Uh, so those are my three. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. I I can tell you, you already are doing an effect already as what you're doing right now but patrick yeah you're the collector i'll even do it with you what is your what would you be saying your top three most expensive collectibles you got (laughs) well i have uh ultimate fallout uh number four uh graded and signed by uh bagley and stan lee so that's uh one of my, you know, um, top ones I have um, also, uh, it's the, what is it? Return of the, uh, it's a Jean Grey resurrection, okay. but it's, um, it's the, the sketch, the black and white one, and it's graded 9.8 and signed. Uh, that one, cost me a pretty penny you know my wife still don't know how much i paid for that (laughs) (laughs) but there's only three of them in the world so i'm cool with that (laughs) (laughs) and and um i'll tell you what i've been collecting i I, the cool part normally i look around but my wife is out of town so uh, The bad part strong is strong today. I feel strong today. I can, <laughs> I can say it loud. Yeah. The bad part <laughs> is all the comic books gonna start coming back when she's in town. So <laughs> I'm at the bribe the postman or somebody. Hey, play around back. You know. <laughs> but I, I've been um, I've been uh, I love the uh, nonstop Spider-Man. I love um. um uh, what's his name? Dale Dale Otto. Yes, uh, man, phenomenal. I I love his work. It's like I don't, I don't know, but it's just phenomenal. So I got uh, nonstop uh, Spider Man number one uh, being you know graded and uh, sent back to me. So I got a lot of um, the ones that are coming out uh, now. Cause I, you know, the next I had to get the the next Batman, you know, so had to make sure I got that. 
I'll tell you what I'm waiting on, though. Um, speaking back to what Brian was saying uh, and the question you asked him, uh, right? I'm waiting for them to do Carnage, right? Carnage really? should be so much bigger than, you know, and they're trying. I'll give it to them. They're trying, but it still hasn't went over the top like Venom, you know? Uh and and Carnage came from Venom. So come on now, do it right. And I think what is gonna push it is when the movie come out. They just they, they do today. the movie right. It should put Carnage, you know, over the top. Cause the first time they did Venom, they didn't do Venom right. They tried to jam so much into one movie, and I was like, Venom is a movie all by himself. You 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 love Venom. You love Venom and Carnage. <laughs> <laughs> you do. I'm, oh, I'm Patrick, Patrick. Yeah. Wait a second, Patrick. Wait a second. I got something to show you. <laughs> I had to leave the camera. Your boy, Patrick. Your boy. Oh, that. I bought it. Wolverine. <laughs> I bought it. And he's in the yellow suit. <laughs> Hasbro. Hasbro Pulse. I went out and bought that joint. <laughs> I had to show it to you, yeah. Nice. So, so, <laughs> so what's your, your favorite character, Mike? Oh, I'm I'm more DC centric of okay. I, I still I still love Spider-Man, but uh my favorite character is obviously Batman. But uh I've been really what is it I, as of late I'm trying to enjoy Superman. Okay. His books are hard to read. Currently, because of uh, Michael Bryan Bendis has a way of, to, you know, he just kind of is a toss up. Some some things he hits hot, some things are a little bit cold. And uh, this yeah, week in particular, this week in particular, there was a new uh, issue uh, called Superman Red and Blue. Mm-hmm. It's just a multi-storied book, so it has a. Uh, the first book in it involves uh no make me drew a blank because it was digital when I picked it up just because Valzad's in that. What's up? I think Valzad is in that, right? Uh there's no. a Valzad story, right? What I heard. Let me see. Hold on one second. Now uh going through my app. No, and also I have to do digital because like uh Patrick, it's very easier to hide comics on your phone <laughs> instead of I get it. I get it. I do a lot of digital too. <laughs> I have a selection, like a select group that I buy in physical, and the rest I do digital now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Entitled uh, the authors, there's multiple. There's one, two, three, four, four book stories in it. And one of them is called Untitled, written by John Ridley. And then there's uh, Measure of Hope by Brandon Easton, The Boy Who Saves Superman by uh, Russ Craig, uh, Human Colors, uh, Dan uh, Waters, W-A-T-T-E-R-S, and School of Hard Knock Knock Jokes by uh, Marguerite Bennett. But uh, <clears throat> who is it? Who is re- who is typing? Or... I heard through the grapevine of like you know my YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. That if the this red and blue shows uh, where Superman's going, it sounds like it's going to be a lot better than what um, 
Bendis was running on that. Uh, okay. I, I tweeted it a couple of days ago. I do enjoy uh, coincidentally Michael Bray Bendis is doing Justice League now because of Infinite Frontier right. started. Yeah. But the real page turner in that is the Justice League dark story from Ram. So you, you tweeted that. Right. Is that really that good? And I just it it's the idea that it's just it's it's pretty good. I know that I was gonna think, like, did he just start because they like, just did that new like yeah. refresh of everybody uh right. writing new books? But no, he's been running he's been running Justice mm-hmm. League Dark on their sing, actual single issue oh, for wow. maybe like yeah, yeah. a year almost. But uh, just hearing the idea that he's making more of a mythical stuff like like this one in particular involves Merlin, okay. and Merlin's a bad guy in it, and he does some pretty <laughs> yeah. a pretty cool hook okay. at the end. So I'm like, all right, all right, okay. I see you. And then uh, uh, the one in particular one, if you guys haven't read, picked up, you should pick up that issue one oh, of the Joker yes. from Kenny uh, yes. and the Fourth. Has that dropped? Did that drop? Yeah. Oh, yes. I, look. I am such a huge fan of his. He, yo, I'm reading his Batman now. Like his Batman, I like his Batman. I'm, uh, I just started playing catch up um, because I was some issues behind. Something's killing the children. Like I'm, I'm just towards that joint is incredible. Oh, I bought one of those last week too. I bought number one. Yeah. Uh, if you do you know exactly how the Joker was going to be written? Because when I when it first uh, advertised, I'm like, oh, okay, they're going to have a Joker issue. It's going to be like I thought it was going to be like that Harley mm-hmm. Quinn esque, like funny hope Joker. Mm-hmm. Ha ha ha! No, it's a, actually it's a okay. okay. Don't it's, don't it's go any further. You said what? Don't tell me. It's a lie. It's a lie. No spoilers. Because I, I can't even tell you who is the narrator of it. No, no, don't, okay. no spoilers. We can talk tomorrow through Twitter or or call whatever. I'm reading it tonight. I okay. didn't know it dropped. Yes, and it's yeah. it's good. It's, I'm reading it tonight. I'm reading it tonight. I missed then, uh, that. Oh, it is March, isn't it? It was supposed to come yeah. out in March. Right. Yep. Yes. I'm on it. Thank yeah, you for that. That's you're welcome. Obviously, I. I was very okay. impressed. And then I am also reading the next Batman, but I'm also reading through their app have, you know, they've been doing since of COVID, they were doing like 99 cent like issues. They said mm-hmm. daily, but it's like weekly. They mm-hmm. have a next Batman 99 cent issue. So they only have four issues. So you can, for four bucks, you get four 23 panels of just story. Oh, wow. And, okay. kind of, and it also involves, I want to say Jace, because I, I know that he wants to be named Jace, not Tim. I like to <laughs> Jace Fox returning and actually having those interactions with his brother and his family under the scenes of what happened with the Joker War, what you're reading on. Oh, okay. Ooh, man. Yeah, and that's one thing about DC Comics. Like, like I, I'm more able to keep up with like their storylines because like you can hone in on certain section. Like they have their, I mean, the best way to put it, like. Like they have sections and subsections and you can like go into this one section and just dive all in. Like like the whole Batman, like Bat family, like all the gods, like that that connectivity, like you can just dive into it and just stay there for a while. 
Yeah, they also like the idea like until this recent one because um they just start Infinite Frontier, which is the new revamp because yep. before, like you said, you can tell a friend, yeah, you should just read Rebirth Batman with Tom King and then obviously ends with Tinian. Or if you want to go back more, say you want a better, a really good one as well, the new 52 run with Scott Snyder run, mm. that like that's the way I liked uh, DC. So now mm. this one, Infinite Frontier, opens the door that is going to be closer to Marvel. Because you know how Marvel, uh, you can have a story. Like this last summer was Empire, like their summer uh, mm -hmm. craze crossover. But they could also have, you can have a regular story going on in uh like Iron Man or not even involving Empire. They're kind of going to that direction. But I love them. So obviously I'm going to give them the grain of salts they need. <laughs> uh, also, that. I'm even going to be for you, uh, Patrick. What what IP would you want to run? Like you don't have to write it, but you want to be the one that gives them the direction like, do you want to be the person who runs Batman? Do you want to be the Superman? Do you want to be Carnage, like you're saying? Uh, I'm going to go way, way back. I say way, way back. Because I. this is another one that I, I think they didn't uh, do justice by. And they could really bring him back in, in a force. Uh, Sabretooth. Mm. Saber I did not know you were going to say Sabretooth. You yeah. got me on that one. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I feel that you know, I mean he was a he he was a menace. Not only to because uh, I got the cover where it's Wolverine, Cable, and Sabretooth. You know he was a a menace popping up, and uh, he was Spider Man's arch. You know for for a long time. So why not bring him back? Bring him back and bring him back in force, and that's who I would I I would love to you know. Have the reins on. Right, in the yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I did not see that coming. But, <laughs> all right. On that one. Again, I want to thank you guys both for jumping on this this call. Thanks this is a good us. combo. Yeah. Uh, again, for all my listeners, I was like, yeah. Uh, you guys see you guys next Monday, of course, with another episode of the Cousin Cecil Show. And until next time, be good to each other. And we're going to switch it up and just say uh, Black Cotton. Black kind. Black hey, kind. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs> Appreciate you, man.